Hello and welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino. Thank you for being here. Please check us out on all the social media that's out there uh, under Fides Podcast. That's F-I-D-E-S Podcast. Or you can look under my name, again, Jerry Serino, under the various social media. Uh, I'm listed potentially under both. Uh, but again, thank you for being here. Uh, it's a great opportunity today to talk to um, a man who is is really been involved in the pro-life movement for, for so many years and um, is really the, the, the original Black Lives Matter. So uh, looking forward to this episode and talking to a very great man. Okay, so welcome to the Fides podcast. I am really, really excited with my guest here today. Um, I read something or heard something recently, and it said something about how uh, there aren't enough uh, uh, black superheroes. <laughs> well, I have one on the phone today on on <laughs> on my podcast, and and I'm really, really pleased to to have Pastor Walter Moss on the phone, who I had just met a, co- a few months ago. Uh, just a quick background: uh, Pastor Moss is a graduate of Ohio University here in, in Ohio, an alumni of Jacksonville Theological Seminary, in which uh, you earned a master's degree in theology. You're a pastor um, at Canton. Yeah, I'm retired. retired. You're retired. Pastor. Okay. I don't want to put you back to work, yeah, right? About <laughs> six years ago, I retired. Okay. Uh, but you've been in ministry for 36 years. Actually, to... 44 years. Oh, my gosh. We need to update this here. Yes. <laughs> You're on pro-life advisory boards, a speaker for National Black Pro-Life Coalition, and you wrote a book titled, Why I Am a Black Pro-Life Pastor. Yes, sir. Um, and the best part of all this is your your beautiful wife, Darlene. Yes. And two children and eight grandchildren. Right. So um, really great, great to have you on. I want to thank you so much for being here and for all that you do. Um, what are you doing right now? What's um, what is the, your main focus? Um, you're obviously very involved and very passionate. You and your wife in the pro-life movement, specifically uh, as it relates to black abortions. Um, what are you doing right now? What 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 are you working on or focused on, or what's your next event that you're doing? Well, we've been focusing on uh, pro-life uh, speaking. Mm-hmm. opportunities i've been to uh, i was just right before the corona hit i was up in albany new york i okay. did their kickoff rally for 40 days it was tremendous great and we were preparing for two more rallies one in in the dayton two well, actually two different ones in the dayton uh, area okay. and uh two different groups who really wanted to uh, reach out to the african-american community and i was excited about that and then corona came and they mm-hmm. both uh, were canceled. Yep. And so we just been basically, uh, you know, besides my secular work, I work part-time in the Stark County prosecutor's office, okay. a community initiative, reduced violence project director. That's great. And that's my, that's my ministry now also working to, you know, people, uh, for crime prevention. But, uh, so Jerry, that's what we really, our heart is that we can go out and speak up for the babies in the womb. Yep. That's what we believe God has called us to. But, we still been able to go down to some of the abortion clinics. They're still open. Imagine yeah. that. Right, right. They're right. still open. And uh, Cuyahoga Falls is one. And I finally went down, and uh, man, I was just, uh, I was so heartbroken at the number mm-hmm. of women going in 
and uh, and and also that today it was about I don't know maybe uh, maybe a month ago I went that was the day I, I got the police called on me again and uh, but that was the first time at that facility and basically uh, you know what the deaf scorts do they try to intimidate you and, yeah. and that and I told them I knew my rights I could walk back and forth I didn't stand right there in the driveway but anyway. Right. Police came in an hour and a half, hour, 50 minutes and later, and then they left and everything was fine with me. And so uh, that's what we do. We really, God really called us to advocate for the babies in the womb. All babies, black babies, baby, Hispanic, right. baby, all babies. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I want to specifically talk about, you know, because obviously, yes, it's all babies. And, and that's, that's, of course, the, the, the norm that that's. The that's standard, right? We all believe. Yes. That. But yes. obviously, you know, what's there's a lot going on right now. It's kind of a maybe not unique time, but um, there's, there's all that's going on out there with protests and things like that. And, um, you know, the attention is on black lives and yeah, black lives matter, right? Black lives matter. And, and I, you know, I don't know anyone who doesn't think that. Right. And no, that's right. It, it, you know, of course they do. And, and, you know, you get a lot of people that argue if they say, well, all lives matter. And then people get mad at them. And it's like, look, we all are in this together. We know it. Um, you know, to me, the pro-life movement is the original Black Lives Matter. Right. Right. What you do <laughs> That's right. is, is the original Black Lives Matter. And right. how, how is it perceived or received in the black community as far as what the work you do? Because you, your book, you know, how I became a black pro-life minister. Right. Well, I became a black pro-life pastor. pastor. Right. So how is it, how is your, your stance on abortion perceived in the black community? Do you believe that the majority of black people are pro-life? I do. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I mean, I really, uh, as you know, uh, I connect a lot with Star Parker yep. and been in a lot of meetings with her. And one of the things she's always said is black people are conservative. Yeah. Uh, but, during the rest of the week, we tend to be liberal, mm -hmm. and uh, what she's simply meaning is over a over a period of time, we 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 we've grabbed a hold of many liberal ish many many liberal thoughts that are not conservative, mm -hmm. and and we've bitten into that apple, and yeah. uh, because I really believe that you know I was born in 1954, and I was the third child of a single mom. And I truly mm -hmm. believe that my mom was, you know, pro-life. That my grandparents and them—they never would have thought of aborting a baby, yeah. no matter what. And they were—they were dirt poor, living in a little farm shack in Alabama. But they mm -hmm. let, raised all of their kids and taught their kids to, you know, believe in God and to do the, <clears throat> excuse me, do the right thing. Yep. And so I just think over the years, we've bitten into the the apple of uh, liberalism. And set aside our real true beliefs, and so yes, over the years, uh, and as you know today, what they say is you've been awoke, awoke, awoken, yeah. and awake, and so yeah. I believe we've been into our youth have been into that apple of liberalism, which is you know you 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 believe in all of their their beliefs instead of saying okay, I, I believe that life is something different, it's precious, mm -hmm. and so I believe that's what we're seeing the result of that. Today, and as you know, you know, the Bible says you're going to reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. And I think that because we've been planting the seeds of killing babies in the womb, 
it has uh, it has so many other effects on the on a nation, and I believe that's what we're seeing today. Yeah, how how are you you know perceived in the black community? Do you get pushback? Uh, no, I, I no. guess because I'm six foot three, two hundred forty some <laughs> yeah. pounds, and don't too many people say anything to me. Yeah. I get my books out; anybody will take it, and yeah. I never get I never get. I mean, only one time I seen a lady at a rally. I was at an event in Cleveland downtown i seen that's the only time i seen somebody throw my book in the trash can yeah. and i went and got it back out and uh and so no people don't usually say a lot to me but uh, i but i just tell you example i had a call yesterday from a young woman who i don't know from akron she said i got a copy of your book mm-hmm. and she just said it really really helped me and and she didn't understand or really know what was going on with the supreme court laws and those right. things and i told her and she was saying we've got to and she's african-american said god has just really put on my heart we got to help our people and so things like that that really inspire me and uh to keep me keep doing what i'm doing yeah absolutely and we hope you do and yeah being a, a former football player doesn't <laughs> doesn't hurt does it <laughs> right <laughs> i don't have that right. advantage but uh, <laughs> but um yeah it, it's it's great stuff that you said and I, I i was actually talking to your wife at the bring america back to life right um, it, dinner and we were i was asking her a little bit about politics and asking if she supported obama you know and and she just looked at me and said absolutely not i couldn't abortion is too right. important of an issue and, right. um, you know, I think, you know, this is maybe this is controversial. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's common sense. But it I, there certainly is a, a perspective in the black community that you support a Democrat or you support, for instance, Barack Obama because of the color of his skin. And, and I could understand completely. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there is an, a, a sentiment of that. Um, do you battle that as well? Do you battle that? Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's so many friends and relatives, colleagues that I know they support him. Yeah. And even in the, you know, clergy, black clergy. And, and but what is so good, Brother Jerry, is they've got copies of my book. They've read it. So they know I, I put yeah. in there, I talk in there about Jesse Jackson, how at one time he stood for the babies. Right. And then he turned because he ran for uh, president and become a so-called Democrat. Right. And so they know. So people know Good. that uh, they, 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 they know I'm not going to I'm not going to receive what they're saying. I'm against that. Right. At whatever it takes at all costs. I'm against uh, killing the baby in the womb and supporting any party or individuals who would uh, would do that. Yeah, it's a it's a preeminent issue, like your wife said. It, that that it really trumps every other issue, right? Education, yeah, tax tax. What, what does someone believe on taxes? What does that really matter if if you're someone who believes uh, in abortion? Um, uh, something I want to get into and want to ask ask you to speak about a little bit. So my the name of my uh, my podcast is Fides, and it's spelled F I D E S, and it's Latin for trust, faith, belief, and truth. And, you know, one of the things I want to do is, is not only talk about the, these issues, other issues, but also is educate. And I think one of the areas that people aren't educated on is um, Planned Parenthood. And, oh, man. You, know, you know, we got today, we got all this talk about getting rid of, <clears throat> you know, flags or, or statues right. or things that are symbols of, of racism. And it's I think it's a legitimate point in a lot of these cases. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Planned Parenthood was started by an avid racist, Margaret Sanger. Right. And her goals were to essentially use abortion to exterminate black people. Right, right. How many people know that? Oh, man, not too... (laughs) Not too many, but you and I and yeah. uh, my wife and some others. But uh, it's almost like they they don't want to hear the truth about mm-hmm. her. And even even um, people within their organization will will try to change the storyline mm-hmm. uh, on her. Yes, it's, yeah. that's and that's one of the sad ironies in this whole whole issue is about racism. Yeah. Is that she was a racist? She said, "Let's we got to get rid of the weeds." Right. Right. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think most people don't know about that. So I would encourage you, if you're listening, you know, just in this day and age with the internet, you could just simply Google someone's name. You know, just look up Margaret Sanger, um, and you could find all sorts of quotes uh, on her and the things that she said and things that she's done. It's it's. Quite frankly, it's pretty awful, right? Yes. It's awful stuff. Um, so uh, so I want to talk a little bit about um, about the the Cleveland Right to Life and your, your work there. Um, are you seeing progress? Are you seeing progress out there legislatively? Because uh, that's a lot. Obviously, you mentioned the Supreme Court. Um, you know, we, we get stuck by laws, we get stuck by courts and things like right. that to change things. Are you seeing a shift or a movement? Uh, uh, I think in Ohio we we have, you and I both know the things that have gone on right here mm-hmm. in the great state of Ohio. Yep. And I think because of our your diligence and others that yes. And I think, Brother Jerry, I think when we talk about, you know, even educating people, uh, to the truth is it's a slow process, you know, education. Yeah. It took us, you know, took me four years to get through high school and college, et cetera, right. and, uh, get work on my master's and how long it takes some people to work on their doctorate. So I think, you know, the Bible said my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. So I think those of us that have the truth, we can't get discouraged uh, by these, even the Supreme court rulings of late, we can't let that discourage us. <clears throat> because uh, two years ago when I was in Oakland, Father Pavone said when he spoke in Oakland is that we, we the pro-life people, cannot stop protesting and making noise against abortion mm-hmm. because he said it does get the attention of the Supreme Court justices. And so what he simply was saying is if we be quiet, right. then they will certainly not want to rule in our favor because they would think we're not paying attention or, or listening. And so those are the things that people like yourself and other pro-lifers, we must keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that you had, you had said in your talk um, a few months ago was that this is spiritual warfare. Yes. Right. right? Yes. It's, it's not yes. simply dealing with the laws and obviously as a pastor, or former retired pastor, right, uh, right. Um, um, you know, it, it's very prominent in the church in these conversations, right? Yes, but, yeah. Um, what, what? Let me ask you, just you know, in the last few minutes here, is to ask you a little bit about um, what what is all that's going on today, um, as far as protests and um, Confederate flags and statues and things like that. I know it's a little bit off the topic. Um, to a degree, but I just want to get your perspective because it feels like, 
you know, right now, really every, you know, all this kind of was spurred by the George Floyd right. incident. And I can't name or find a single person who who justifies what happened, right? Right, me neither. I don't, I don't know anyone who does, and no one supports that. Um, and, and I get this a lot, and I I see this, and I see, obviously, the abortion issue, right? And you see, well, right. how about a million babies a year being killed? How many are black? Where's the concern there? What about, mm. you know, the, the murders of innocent little kids I see in the news every day in Chicago? Um, right. I don't know if you saw the interview on Sean Hannity with a gentleman whose son was killed in. Uh, no, in but I am aware of that. I am aware of that. I saw that on Twitter. And did you I did yeah. read his story? Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely post something on there. It was a very touching story. This this yes, black yes. man lost his 16 year old son in that Chaz or Chop or whatever they're calling it. Right. Right. And no one cared. No one cared. No one right. told him he, he had to go a week. Um, anyways, I, I don't mean to go on, but what's your perspective on all that's going oh, on? Oh, I, I, I'm, to me, you know, those statues were history of uh, what we as a people of color went through. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I just said, don't try to remove the history. Let us learn about it so we won't repeat it again. Mm-hmm. I think when I look at the uh, look at the history of our Jewish brothers and sisters, uh, the uh, deaf, the camps, the deaf camps are still there as memorials to their lives and it helps to teach us uh, what happened to them and I, so I say that these uh, some of these statues I they let them stand so we can remember our history the history of where we as a country have come right. from and so I don't agree with all of that uh, tearing down and as you probably heard about they were trying they were t- thinking about trying to tear down the Lincoln uh, mm-hmm. statue with a slave that the slaves actually bought that, helped to Paid buy for that. Right, Former right. slaves helped to pay for that. Right. And why would you want to destroy something like that when the slaves wanted to build it as a celebration of the emancipation? Right. And so right. I think a, a lot of these things that were happening is is uh, other groups who 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 were not people of color, but who wanted to go in and just destroy things. Right. And so yeah. I'm 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 definitely against anything that. Uh, you know, you want to destroy just because we want to destroy it, not really because we're against it, but we want to cause chaos in this country. And I think that's a lot of that is what's going on. Sure, I agree. And a lot of these groups, uh, Antifa and, um, you know, Black Lives Do Matter, but I think the organization Black Lives Matter is uh, has a lot of other uh, oh, yeah. underlying uh, yes. desires, right, besides... Besides yes, Black sir. Lives Matter, um, yeah, right. you see, you see people tearing, you know, putting graffiti or trying to tear down uh, Lincoln and Washington and the like, and <laughs> even some, yeah. some some people that were involved in the emancipation, and so there's a lot of ignorance there, right, um, <laughs> right, of course, uh, and a lot of danger in in this. I, I certainly think that if uh, you know if if a school is named after a you know well known uh, slaveholder. Or something, I, you know. I don't know that we need a school named after them, but to keep right. monuments that simply show our history, I agree. Right. Um, but if we really wanted to be fair and honest, and we wanted to get rid of these symbols, then Planned Parenthood would be gone, shouldn't they be? Yes, right, definitely. Right? I mean, definitely. Their, their whole organization should be gone. It was founded by a, a racist, and yes. quite frankly, all the slaveholders were in the pro-slavery and you know anti. 
uh, hum, you know, uh, rights in the yes. 60s, civil rights. Yes. We're all Democrats. Right. Uh, let's get rid, you know, do we get rid of them too? Um, I might not mind that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, Okay, well, I, I, uh, I'll maybe leave it the last second here if there's anything you want to bring up or you want to say or promote yeah, I do. anything that you well, have coming up. Well, I don't have anything, you know, you all can pay attention, I'm sure, for our next uh, Bring America Back to Life convention. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say, you know, as we were at the last one, Walter Hoy brought up the facts mm-hmm. that from 216 we lost 38% of black babies, 215, 36%, 14, 36, 13 and 12, 35 and 36. Those are big people that are not here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've lost about 40 million people at that period through black babies. And, um, and so I mourn, I mourn the loss of those babies and the babies that lost here the last two or three years up until 216, all of these babies, all babies who've been killed in the womb, uh, or God brought them, wanted them here for a purpose. So I just ask us not to forget those babies who've been killed and that they will live in our hearts and our minds. Great words, great words. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Thanks for taking the time uh, coming on. I know you know a lot of people. I'd love to ask for your help in getting some others um, on my podcast, I'm just starting it off, and um, you're actually my my second interview. Um, my first was my dad, so all right, <laughs> he all had to right. go first, thank right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he had to you. go first. But um, as I said in the very beginning, you know, there's people ask, there's say there's not enough black superheroes, but you're one of them. Um, your wife is fantastic too. It was a real pleasure getting to meet you both at the last event, and uh, thank you for all that you do for not just black children but all all children in the life issue so uh god bless you um god have bless a you brother wonderful day and uh, again thank you for being here hey you're welcome thank you for having me brother okay Jerry. anytime okay okay bye-bye bye-bye